0: Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. your time uh, getting comfortable. Good to see you again. Good to be with you. So allow yourself just to relax and find a comfortable place right now to attune to yourself. just Give it some time. You know, we're all coming and going. We're not really used to stopping, unless we've had a lot of practice doing it. So be patient and gentle with yourself. And simply notice what is present for you. Keep coming out of the story about it. Keep coming out of the meaning that you're ascribing, the conclusions. Keep coming out of the conclusions, the, the holding and contraction of the conclusions, the resistance of the conclusions. and allow yourself to really just relax and allow your natural ease to emerge. If you're uncomfortable or having a hard time, That's a message to be even more sensitive and gentle and kind towards yourself, towards your conditioned self. Let your attention be very simple. Come out of thinking. Relax into sensing and breathing and noticing. If you're agitated, restless, irritated, Be especially aware of that in your nervous system. That's it. As you bring attention to the whole of it in a way, your consciousness, your deeper true nature, your presence will begin to emerge more into foreground. All by itself. If your mind is really, really cranked up and busy, some find it helpful to relax into the breath in the belly, to just let the mind drop into the belly and the breath. Remember, You've given yourself this time to attune to yourself deeply. And also remember that that can be hard to do and difficult, and it's easy to get distracted and sidetracked. Don't beat yourself up for that. That's your unconscious, habitual, conditioning, acting. There's no blame for that. No shame, no guilt, just it is what it is, it comes up. It's okay. Continually return to your center. The breath in the hara, the tantian below your navel, the balance or the ease of your posture. So you can simply let go of any trying. Let go of any doing. Let go of any effort to be here. Whatever holding is still there, just notice that holding without control or resistance or the attempt to get rid of it or fix it or make it better. Give up right now. Just give up and be here. Surrendering is the key to healing and transformation. Consciousness and presence naturally grow and emerge when you're not in the way. You're conscious when your relative mind and conditioning is not in the way. The heart will heal and release its grief and pain and whatever, and begin to open into the expanded, unconditioned heart of vastness when you're not in the way. The same as beautiful plants grow in a garden, you are the same. Let the life force that is the wisdom of your vibrancy, your vitality, your intelligence, your creativity, let the essence of that take care of you now. As we're here together today, continually remember as needed to return to center, bring yourself back. Notice if you disconnect or dissociate or get in your head. It's okay, it's habitual. Most of the journey is learning how to take care of yourself properly, believe it or not. (laughs) Awakening is a blessing, of course, but that's really the beginning of true understanding of how consciousness development and evolutionary transformation of a conditioned self happens over time. If you do gardening, then you already understand this and you call them plants, but you are the same, we are the same. We are living, breathing, miraculous organisms. And by giving yourself this opportunity of that being here is, in many ways, you have the opportunity to keep um, learning, keep discovering, and you'll you'll notice that there's in some ways constantly sh- on a relative level there's constant shifting. Things are constantly shifting, and that to try to hold on can. cause suffering, to try to control what isn't controllable, um, strengthens the separate, identified, resistant, conditioned, defended, surviving self. (laughs) Lots of qualifiers. It's wonderful to see all of you. I went through the whole group, and it was wonderful to see every one of you, and lovely to be with you. I taught at a private gathering recently, and it was really wonderful to be with people again after almost three years, or whatever it's been. Especially after teaching publicly for forty years, it was amazing to um, have that. closeness and yet how amazing that we can still experience the what's called the transmission or the presence or the power of our true connectedness even online all around the world here that's phenomenal um I did give a talk which was filmed and it was, it will be, some of it will be available at some point on YouTube, I think. Um, But one of the things I started talking about at the end of the talk was what I was calling um, productive suffering. (laughs) I thought, you know, as, as in contrast to unproductive suffering. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. if my words are distracting you, then put your attention within yourself. It doesn't matter whether you hear my words or understand or relate to what I'm saying. That's not important. I mean, if you do wonderful, nice, (laughs) some people like it. (laughs) Um, Or when I'm interacting with you, for those of you who I'm going to interact with today, and you're watching or listening, if stay attuned within yourself and then you'll experience a much deeper process that's happening between myself and the person I'm working with that isn't separate from you. Whether or not their condition and what they're talking about is what you relate to. Be particularly sensitive where you start to get distracted and how you get distracted. Even if it's, I need to get a drink of water. I need to move my body. I need to shift my position, whatever it is. Find out what gets in the way of you being just here still and comfortable, even if you're uncomfortable. Practice is selfless allowing. Struggle or or suffering is unconscious survival functioning. Just to do a quick recap of ego, (laughs) what it is and what it isn't. Um, For those of you who may not have heard me say this, but it, it doesn't, it's good to repeat it and hear it again, which is that egos are defense, mechanisms. They're they are designed as part of our survival to have us be safe and comfortable. They problem solve. They look for problems. They're fear-based, of course. So they are fundamentally insecure. They're always insecure. Egos are never secure. They don't become secure. They become hard <laughs> and think they're secure, but they're not. And they also never become conscious. You can't enlighten an ego. So if that's what you think is happening, um, no, 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 no. That's the so-called false self or the identified self, the conditioned self, okay? So So that's what you learn as you become conscious to take care of the limited self who has their wants and their desires and their longings and their fears and their, you know, losses all of it the human spectrum of experience you don't get rid of your ego you don't kill it you don't you know enlighten it you don't blow it out of the water (laughs) you don't like irradiate it with consciousness (laughs) people try and i did certainly we thought that we believe that it's you know there's a lot of propaganda for that in history of teachings. No, actually, what really happens is that consciousness emerges and you realize you are consciousness itself. And consciousness, by its very nature, is already free. It's already unconditionally loving. It's already completely at peace and fulfilled. It is the creative force that you are that made this life and all life and all universes is what we are. We are made of that and we are one with it actually. So awakening into consciousness connects us to the vastness. I realize that a friend of mine who's here um, had a near death experience that he was sharing a YouTube video recently and interviewed and really great experience, really interesting. And I realized the experience I had at 16 was not a near-death experience, it was death itself. I actually died completely. And what happened when I came back into into this relative consciousness is that my life had meaning, which it never did. And I was able to see and feel the light ever since. I didn't know what that was. I was 16, I didn't know anything about this stuff, nothing. But I could feel it and see it and have ever since. And that's presence. It didn't, it didn't instantly evolve and mature a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> One of my students brought her fourteen-year-old to work with me, who's awakened, and has wanted to meet me. And I worked; I had a session with him this weekend. He wants to come to Satsang. I said, "Sure, anytime. You're welcome." And I was amazed. I thought, "Wow, incredible!" And he's he's really awakened, and yet he's fourteen, telling me about basketball and you know whatever he's doing in school, and he's a kid. He got, he totally got what I was talking about. He tuned in phenomenally. He was still like, you wouldn't believe, 14. How, how's that possible? He didn't like go to early childhood meditation training school, you know, where he did all his mantras and his visualizations and his frustrations and everything else. No, he's just like you and me. He was just a seed that sprouted like happened to me when I was young and I didn't know what was going on. Believing and knowing about this has nothing to do with this. Anyway, okay. So it blew my mind. I've been working with people for 40 years. I was blown away. And she'd been telling me about her son. She said, you know, he really has got this really deep nature. He really wants to meet you. I said, sure. Great. Wonderful. I look forward to it. I'm his new friend, you know. (laughs) So I was teaching what I taught here about how he could deal with anxiety and bring it into his happy open place, which is presence. And he did that, boom, anxiety gone instantly. I thought, wow, learn that at 14. That's That's a plus. You know, kind of limit the amount of trauma that gets layered over, layered over, layered over, layered over. And for those of us who understand and work with in our work with trauma all the time and within ourselves, which we are all here, that's really the work. Because the natural evolution and movement of consciousness is divinely given. It's not, we don't make that happen. We don't make the grass grow. We can water the lawn, but we don't make the grass grow. And if you think you do, then you should be getting checked out. (laughs) <laughs> there's meds for this <laughs> but people believe that oh i'm getting enlightened i am going to get enlightened uh-huh no no that's not how it, that's not it i don't know i'm going to become healed and free great that's a beautiful intention to have and i encourage you as we've been talking about to ask deeply within your true nature in your conscious unconscious mind whatever you want. What is it that you want right now? What is it that you need? What would truly make you happy right now? Whether it's relative or absolute, whatever it is, you know what? You are welcome to want that. Did you know that? Did you know that wanting whatever you want doesn't get in the way of becoming fully realized as a being? In fact, it's essential that you allow yourself to have your desires and your aversions and your longings and your confusion, like, how do I figure out this puzzle? Of course, we wouldn't have, you know, computers if somebody hadn't had that curiosity if, you know, Steve Wozniak and, or or, or Wozniak and Steve Jobs and, and uh, Bill Gates and all those guys who were here in, in Silicon Valley messing with computers back when they were doing it. They were like you and me, they were curious, they were fascinated and look what they discovered. Look what happened. It brought us together. So, the reason I'm talking about this is because I want to talk about productive suffering, productive struggles. Um, okay. You know, I get wound up and excited, so I'll try to chill out a little. Hmm. I feel your longing. Good. It's important to allow it and let give it the space. Some people think that when they open into consciousness that they can't have human experience anymore, that somehow that's wrong or shameful or they've been conditioned that way to have, like if you're angry, that's a sin to have anger. <clears throat> No, um, the true meaning of sin is actually to be disconnected from your true nature. That's the true meaning of sin. Having anger is natural and healthy, just like having love and grief and desire, are healthy and natural and having an appetite and wanting to go to sleep, you know? Wanting to be held when you feel vulnerable wanting to be taken care of if you're sick or feeble. We're human beings. Very important to honor your humanity, please. You're important. Your little needs are important. This is what will heal your heart. And you'll begin to love yourself and take care of yourself in ways that you maybe have never learned. And at the same time, you know what's going to happen? Consciousness will get stronger. You'll become more radiant, more loving, more connected, less aversive, less reactive, and your human nature will evolve. So that's what I would call productive suffering is that where you're not fighting against what is by trying to stay in control, but you're being honest about how you feel. People tell me all over the world, thank you, John, for being honest about being a human being, being a, at times, very challenged human being who learns and grows and matures and evolving, even though you're almost 70 right now, I'm on the verge of my 70th birthday coming up soon, and, I mean, the body is a pain in the ass, but (laughs) I'm not blessed with a perfect, I didn't get the real flesh of genetics. I got the opposite, you know. I've been challenged since before I came out of my mother's womb. That's why I came out six weeks early. I had to get out of there, it wasn't working for me. (laughs) Anyway, there's been endless challenges ever since then physically, and it's forced me to understand suffering and pain, because I've had so much in my life, physically and emotionally and a lot of stuff. And so I was forced, like you are, to learn how to pay attention in a way that I could be more comfortable so that I could actually be happy. So productive suffering is sometimes when you're really in the midst of the struggle, but it brings you to a place of equanimity and peace and connectedness. And you get to begin to see the difference between how you bring attention, the quality of your effort. Those are the variables that you wanna watch in the experiment of you, in the laboratory of you, in the wilderness and discovery of you, what's the quality of your effort right now? Are you pushing? Are you pulling? Are you fighting? Are you giving up in a way that is sort of you know, um, not helpful? There's giving up that really transforms us and there's giving up that keeps us in prison. That word could be interpreted both ways, and many other ways. When I talk about it, I mean, yes, let go, but stay here 100% conscious. Even if you're having a very hard time, and I know there are those of you here who are, and that's, I, I'm, I'm with you. I have, I have that myself when I do and those close to me know this, and I apply what I teach here to myself. That's how I learned all this. I've been the ultimate guinea pig that keeps surviving somehow. (laughs) Okay. Well, I hope this is helpful. I heard a very beautiful teaching once, if your nose is clean, you can smell the flower. When you're not in the way, which practice teaches, by the way, practice, what we're learning here, teaches you how to not be in the way. Then your nose gets clean, you can smell the flower, you can feel and be one with the connected presence. You might feel it as a transmission or like a powerful energy that all of a sudden fills you by being here, but it just means that you got out of the way and here it is, it's always here. It's always what we all are. You have never been separate from it. Only your ego mind has kept you out of consciousness because it has no consciousness. Egos are 100% unconscious. They are fear-based control mechanisms that are about defending and surviving, period. That's it. They have a function and they do what they do. That's why when you start to practice, if it's authentic, you will be vulnerable, you will feel unsafe, and you'll be afraid. Or you'll just become more and more at peace and in bliss it's one or the other i guarantee you or you'll get really agitated you may be getting really agitated right now triggered irritated so give that attention get out of your conclusion about it what you think it means That's it. See, as you do that, you know what happened in the space? More consciousness. That's how it works. It's important to fight the good fight, but surrender when it's time. Let's sit a few minutes and then I'll open up for dialogue. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope it was helpful to you, some of you. Okay, Visa. I'm tuning in with you. You can take your time when you're ever you're ready. We can start the. You can just start.
1: All right. I think the sound should be on. Hi, John. Hi. Um. Yeah, I've been experiencing a lot of anger. Anger recently.
2: Mhm.
1: Last time I spoke with you, I had just had it was four months ago I had a, a very uh, devastating breakup mm. I spoke about that last time about three mm. months ago or something and, um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it was like the the closest relationship I had ever had to another human being
2: mm.
1: it was very devastating but it was also quite beautiful how it went because it felt like my heart stayed open for for a long time mm. there was just grief and sadness and I cried so much <laughs> and it was uh so I, I just uh there was no bitterness or resentment it was just huge beautiful.
0: loss beautiful
1: but now i feel like in the last week or two weeks um, um well as i said there's anger but i feel there's also like resentment and, and bitterness and uh, mm. i feel like okay. is kind of um not uh, so open anymore. Hmm? i feel the heart is not so open anymore okay so.
0: all right so good let's work mm
1: and i and this is some some something connects to something like um, very deep that's always been in my life that it's always been very difficult for me to trust, trust yes them.
0: and yes and you're having and now you're having a new opportunity to work with it
1: yeah and it really feels like i i i like i don't trust anybody or anything
0: okay. honesty is so important visa it's mm. essential i love your honesty mm. and i just want you to know you're 100% welcome here and I accept you're welcome, and I accept you one hundred percent unconditionally. Your anger is fine with me, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's sit together. Good to see you. I'm glad I know I had your name from last time two weeks ago, and yeah. I saw that you had your hand up again. I thought, okay, here we go.
1: Yeah.
0: so I feel I you
1: fine afterwards, maybe it's better now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you it's know. This is, I'm so glad to hear your process because you had a relationship where you really opened and it was the closest you'd ever been to another person. And then it didn't continue. And you had a lot of loss and grief and your heart was really releasing. And now you're coming back to the conditions, but you're not the way you're, but yes, but you're not who you were before that relationship. That relationship and what you went through has created an evolution in your conscious relative functioning, okay? So let's work with that. So this is perfect to work with, okay? Just know it's okay to be angry and resentful. And I would, not here, because we don't have the time and the space, but more therapeutically, I would recommend that you express those feelings so that you, when I say that, I don't mean, get in your head in the story, I mean, find the expression of your anger and your resentment that actually resonates the energy of, resonates the energy and the feeling so the feelings can actually come out. So you don't get, so the foreground is the emotional healing process, right? So if you wanna imagine this person across from you, if it's involves them, this current anger, even though, you know, this is old stuff. Mm. So we work with the, we work with the materials that are given to us in this moment, even though often it goes back to our youth or our infancy or whenever. Mm. And we work with we, wherever it comes from. We work with it now as an alive force. And you're very connect. I feel you're very present right now. You're very attuned here, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, so with your eyes open or closed, we can continue with your eyes open because you're definitely not in the way. Okay, that's good. And just notice what you're sensing and feeling right now in your whole nervous system. Because even though you may be experiencing a lot of anger and resentment, you're also very present and conscious. Hmm. okay sometimes you I, allow, yeah
1: sometimes i feel the the anger or something it kind of morphs into like pure pure aversion in a
0: way <laughs> okay good well that's just energy so as long as you don't turn it into a story and a belief it, it's fire that will continually transform you so let's sit in that cauldron together okay
1: it feels like i'm resisting something massively all
0: the time. <laughs> well there is there is a resistance i want you to want you to allow the resistance. Mm. relax into I'll, that's it. there oh and you know what i sense when you do that the deeper grief underneath the hurt you are hurt. Mm. your heart you have been hurt. and this isn't the first time. that's it. beautiful so your aversion to to relax into the aversion will bring you to the deeper layers of the trauma that are historical not just this relationship that happened right so this is where this is this is the true healing work of transformation and it's essential otherwise we become very imbalanced people that's it this is productive suffering <laughs> yeah Good. So I feel your vulnerability. I feel the, the that young part of you that is really was hurt. Right? We all, most of us have this in some form or another. That's it. So just bring attention to that sensitivity in your heart, the vulnerability, even if there's still aversion. You're doing a beautiful job paying attention to these. So I'm right with you. Your energy and your presence are continually opening, which means the way you're bringing attention, the effort that you're bringing in your practice right now is working, and that's what I'm here to tell you. And you're fine. I mean, you're you're not fine, but you are actually not in the way. And what I would say to you is, sit with this. And I'm going to go to the. Na- I'm going to go to Jen in a second. Sit with this, and when you're really back in a place of equanimity and spaciousness. And you're not caught in the aversion or the resistance or whatever. Then ask for a relationship that is truly going to meet you and be what you really would love to have—a true, fulfilling relationship. Because you want that, mm. yeah. Okay, and you're a, you're a you know you deserve that. And so, it's, whether we have get what we want or not, it's important to 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 allow to re, to ask to receive it and but you have to do that from that clear un you know free of ego self place okay mm. is that helpful i think so i feel your heart more now mm. stay out of your mind right now what are you sensing and feeling that's it. Don't abandon yourself and get hung up with the other. Don't let the other distract you from your pain. You're responsible for your pain. I don't mean you're to blame. I mean, if you don't give it attention, it's just going to get more contracted. So if you focus on them, the so called person, then you are abandoning what is needed, which is attention within yourself. You get it? you can still be pissed off and angry and resentful at that person in absentia, and absentia. you can vocalize that in, at home, if you want, and doing a kind of psychodrama piece where you. It's like theater therapy, right? Where you act out, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody. You don't want to harm anybody by your words, but you can do it in a way that helps the feelings get out of your system. So it doesn't somaticize and doesn't re contain you into this hard, invulnerable container. Mm. Okay it takes a while for those hard shells of protection to begin to soften mm. and for you to emerge into the authentic being that you are rather than the defended hurt angry being mm. that you've been conditioned as okay <laughs> it's hard work mm. you're you're doing you're doing well that's it. See? See, you still have the love. I can feel it. You still have that true love of your vast heart. You have not lost that. It's just a little bit, you know, overshadowed right now with this process you're going through. Okay? I feel you. You have a magnificent presence they just weren't compatible with your energy. You need somebody who can really be compatible with your energy. Yeah, you just haven't met them yet. It's nobody's fault. Hang in there. Okay. Good. Good to see you. Take care. Yeah, take good care. Okay. The consciousness is growing here, which is a good sign. It means you're really paying attention. I know it's hard to pay attention when it's difficult. But I guarantee you, I'm proof that it works. Hang in there. I'm sitting with you, Jen. You can take your time when you're ready. There's no rush. Hi, John. Hi.
3: <clears throat> oh, so I feel like a lot is here. I feel like I'm becoming, um, I guess, more and more sensitive, and it's becoming hard to manage. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the work I'm doing, just there's just so much energy that it feels like.
0: Yeah, you got to be careful not to OD on that. Yeah. And that work, which I've learned and trained with and teach in my work in a way, but you really have to take it. Um, don't OD on it. Yeah. You can overdose on that kind of work. And yeah. if you're getting hypersensitive, back And I off. did
3: it and I moved to every other week now. Good, yeah,
0: back off because you. you don't want to over overload your energy system. It's, it's yeah. we, We're not we're not getting somewhere. Right. If doing clearing work, this is, we're, for those who don't know, we're talking about very intensive clearing work, emotional clearing, it's very po- powerful, but you have to be careful not to do too much of that because the body's mm-hmm. an organic, growing, evolving mech and you can't, you can't, it's like, if you go outside, you go, well, I want my plants to grow faster and bigger. I'm just going to load them up with fertilizer. <laughs> it's like, it could kill them or you overwater yeah. them and, it, and they die. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, you don't, you got to be really careful when you're doing um, like cathartic work. I've mm-hmm. done phenomenal amounts throughout my life and, <laughs> and 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 it's, you know, it it has a place and it's great. But I'm glad that you're attuning to the fact of when it's too much.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: So you need to recover and not push the river and think that you're getting somewhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And even like, yeah, I feel like I've been picking up my client's stuff even more in a way that Uh I never have.
0: Uh oh. Okay. We got to work on that. Yeah. (laughs) It's like
3: usually it takes, you know, maybe. I usually it's so much easier to clear it and this time it's taking like hours and oh, at boy. this point it's like not really feeling like Mm-mm. it's like leaving.
0: Mm. Oh no. Okay, let's sit together. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. So this is th- that would be a symptom of that you're overwhelmed. That's a sign that you you're you're over. You got too much going on.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. So,
0: good. This is okay. So let's so you just need some space for you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not managing yourself, you're you're going to have a harder time being there with your clients. Much it's it's going to be very difficult actually. Okay? Yeah, you'll be okay. Your nervous system will come back to homeostasis. So right now, just keep it simple. Feel your feet on the ground, hands on your legs, your breath. That's a, notice what what's going on. And, and how would you describe your energy level? From low really to high?
3: Like amped.
0: Oh, okay. So you got too much energy. Because in a way, you're, there's a kind of... I wouldn't call it paralysis, but there's a lot of times when people have too much energy, they get paralyzed.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. it's like, it doesn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. So that requires really, really, really unwinding and relaxing and, and, you know, and getting off your case, you know, take a nice hot bath and get a massage and, you know, do comfort things. Okay. Get off the bandwagon of Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-improvement. Yeah. That can become, that can become another compulsion. There you go. Yeah. It's almost like there's no room for you. That's what I'm feeling. It's like your little one, your heart has been squeezed out or something or, or, or put in the closet or something. There it is. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm glad you came today. I'm glad you raised your hand. I'm glad that you reached out. That's, those are really good signs. That's it. Can you feel yourself opening a little bit now? Mm -hmm. Good. I would really make some real good time for just you to sit in silence and to un- busy your schedule. I mean your your unstructured time. I would I would give I would make a point of giving yourself more space if you can in whatever way you can. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Good. You need a break. You do. <laughs>
3: I'm in the middle of this EMDR training. I have a two hour break and I'm doing this. I need to just like Honey, cancel or not go.
0: Can I be honest? You nuts, girl. No, I honestly. Know. <laughs> I know. you. It's like, how many Academy Awards can you win in one week? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love your, I love your drive. I love your Will, I love your hard work and determination. It's really too much. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. Thank you. I know. Look at that. See, you know, just tell the truth yourself. You can always learn EMDR. There's plenty of it around.
3: Yeah, I'll try not to go and see if they notice. (laughs)
0: they can they can do eye movements and help clear their their anger towards you (laughs) they can they can clear their their shit around it
3: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: yeah you need to take care (sighs) of yourself period Mm -hmm. okay you know how to do you know how to do that Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah take a break from you know, accomplishments, you know, being successful and self-improvement. There you go. yeah. Yeah, you're actually you what you truly need is to attune to your center and to begin to allow the inner peace to come forward so you can really, really, really heal. Because because you're picking because you're not clearing your client stuff, you're toxic. You're, you're 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 polluted. You need to change the filter on your water filter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's grungy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not a judgment. It's just, and we all do. We we and we not we don't know until we hit the wall. Or as they say in the 12 step programs, you hit bottom. It's not working. Right? So you surrender and you attune more deeply within. You know, you know this, you know, all of this backwards. But knowing it doesn't help. It's like Visa, you know, he just told the truth. You're telling the truth. That's what works. And then you face the music. That's all, whatever it is. I'm honest when it's really hard. And I tell people I hate it (laughs) when it's really overwhelming. It's okay to be pissed off about it. Right? It's okay to be frustrated that you can't do it all. For those of us who have, you know, type A personalities. Okay. Is this helpful? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Thank you, John.
0: You're really welcome. So let's sit a little and then I'm going to next work with uh, Bree and then Faith, just so you know who's coming up. Hey Bree, whenever you're ready, <clears throat> I'm sitting with you and just feel free to uh, get started and make sure your sound's on and so forth. Hey, John. Hi.
2: Um, I feel like um, I've been feeling really open, but getting really overwhelmed. It's actually... It's interesting how I'm feeling right now. I keep getting these bits when I'm driving in particular that like, um, it's kind of how I'm feeling now. And it's sort of like this sunken panic. Um, And I've had to pull over a couple of times because I just get, I don't know if I'm, I don't quite know why. I just start, uh, it feels connected to like, getting overwhelmed in my emotions. And I kind of go into this sort of sunken, like losing contact with my body feeling. Uh, And it's happened a few times. Driving um, this weekend, I went on a trip with friends and it was great. And I felt so safe and affirmed and good that I, when I was driving, I just, it's the same thing that's happening now, kind of like my hands get cold and I feel, I mean, it puts me into panic because I'm obviously operating a machinery vehicle and my friends are in the car. Um, and. I I'm able to like, I sort of pull off, but I go into this really like sunken dissociated state and mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling it now,
0: so I'm actually going to sit with it (laughs) (laughs) while I'm not operating a car. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Okay. So close. I know I don't recommend you do this when you're driving, but close your eyes now. (laughs) Mm. Oh, you're afraid. Yeah. So this is put attention on your breath. <clears throat> the contact with the chair on the floor. So you keep put attention on simple physical sensation right now. That's it. Can you feel your breath? Mm-hmm. Is it breathing naturally?
2: I mean, it feels a little fast because I feel a little.
0: That's okay. It's whatever it's doing. Just notice. I, think, I mean, yeah. is it? Yeah, you're not controlling it. Mm-hmm. Notice the fast breath. Is your heart beating? Can you feel your heart beating? Is that beating fast?
2: A little bit, but it's slowing down. It's
0: slowing okay. Down. Can you feel the contact with the chair?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Put attention there, whatever you're sensing, pressure, temperature, whatever. Feel your feet on the ground, do you feel them?
1: hmm
0: Good. Now notice if there's any parts of your body that are not relaxed right now. That's better. Feel in my jaw, my face. Okay, good. So that's where you want to put attention. And remember that for future. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, let your jaw relax. Let your face relax. And so just keep bringing consciousness, keep bringing awareness because where you put attention energy goes there immediately. Energy and consciousness and presence are all the same. They're all the same. And they're different refinements of that, but they're basically the same. Good. There, now you're opening. Now something's opening in your heart center more. There's an integration, you're, you're, you're associating rather than dissociating. Can you feel that? Mm -hmm. You're becoming more embodied in consciousness in your body now. Good. This is interesting what I was talking about right at the beginning, to stay attuned to yourself. Not so easy. No. We're so externally referenced. We don't even know that we're not home. That's it. Perfect. I used to say when I was first training people in the Alexander Technique back in 1981, when I opened my practice, I used to tell people, I say, you're already paying rent. So you might as well move in <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to you. <laughs> people don't, they have no sense of themselves at all. They're in their head. It's a mental world they're living in. That's it. There you, and you are highly sensitive being a very creative highly sensitive being so this is more important for you and you easily open into consciousness so this is even more important that you do this kind of work okay yeah
2: this is like whenever we we went to the studio a couple weeks ago for a couple weeks and i i know that i the other two drive when we're at the studio because i can't balance when i'm in that mode and in
0: Sometimes you just have to let yourself. And I've worked with, as you know, a lot of performing artists over the years, and I tell them, I said, "Look, when you're just doing your thing, just do it, and don't worry about this. This yeah. will, this will eventually cross contextualize into that. And then they come back and tell me, you know, I was performing for 3,000 people or 10,000 people at the Hollywood Bowl or whatever, and was connected. I thought right on, you know, no self. But that doesn't happen overnight." that might have taken 10 years or whatever you know what i mean it's like those that kind of integration into one's life especially when you're a performer in front of a lot of people like you are this is you know it's going to it's it's a you're channeling so much energy people think oh yeah i want to be a rock star uh huh good luck <laughs> you have any idea what that involves yeah you know and so it's like this is this is the work though you're doing it but it's okay occasionally just to uh, it's okay to also lose it right because that's part of how you do, I've seen you perform I know and it's just like this is you just you you know you just get out there mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it it's wonderful and then you know but then be able to come back I do the same thing with my violin I used to completely dissociate and I would be jamming with my eyes closed for a group of people and I didn't even know I was playing. I wasn't even playing. It was playing. And I, f- I didn't even remember I was with a group of people in the room and I would stop playing and everybody would scream and I would I would freak out mm-hmm. when I was in college because I, <laughs> I didn't remember I, w- I didn't even know it was happening. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And a lot of, yeah. Very intense out of body experiences performing.
0: Yeah, that's powerful stuff. Music's amazingly powerful. Yeah. yeah. So, this is the this is all simple. This is very basic important work to do. Just bring it back. Do you have any questions? Yeah. So then, when you're when you're in your safe space at home or wherever, where you can attune to yourself and not have to deal with anybody else or anything else then work with bringing consciousness into your whole body. Mm-hmm.
2: I guess it's like sometimes that process, I mean, it makes sense, but it causes an overwhelm or a panic. Like when I come,
0: then you bring attention to the overwhelm and the panic because there's some part of you that's afraid of closeness, intimacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no blame for that. There's just, that's just what that message is. So you gently turn towards. I
2: know if I, if I'm experiencing a lot of touch with people, that is like a trigger for me to start.
0: Okay. There you go. See, I can, there's the breath. You, you almost like Mm -hmm. some parties, you you know, it's like it's unsafe. Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who's the opposite. I just want to, you know, have a, you know, slumber party and, you know, just, I'm very touchy feely, but I grew up with that. Not every, so a lot of people didn't have, you know, didn't necessarily didn't have good touch, Mm -hmm. bad touch, you know, awful, abusive. So that can be really, really difficult to begin to heal and to transform. So you're doing the healing work. You're doing, it's yeah, this is, it's working. I can see it. And I can see that you're evolving with it. I can see the change in you. It's beautiful. I feel it, yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Thanks, John. That's so good to see you, Brie. You're welcome. Okay, let's sit a little and then Faith, I'll work with you in a minute or two, a few minutes. Okay, Faith, I'm sitting with you. You can take your time. Whenever you're ready, we can start. Just make sure you turn your sound on. Make sure you turn your sound on. Thank you. You're so welcome. It's good to see you.
4: Good to see you. Thank you. I find myself today in a place of groundedness and and deep peace. But that wasn't the case most of the week my my partner it, it is away and i thought oh good i'll get all these things accomplished instead i literally stopped sleeping i i just stopped wow. i was like a frozen ice cube and i and you know i follow spiritual teachers and i read and i sat and i thought i'm doing everything right what is wrong you know, and I, uh, then one night, night before last, it was like an ice cube. And I thought, and I felt full of fear and panic. And I thought, I want someone to save me. And I went through all these scenarios of friends I could phone across the country and do this, that. I just simply stayed with that space of feeling I was jumping out of my skin and, uh, it was a horrible place to be. Just the most horrible place. I, you know, I I have various phobias, and I understand that place of uh, panic and fear. And I've dealt with it most of my life. And I stayed there, and I stayed there, and then I just couldn't bear it anymore. And I I simply said. Please help me. And yes, I went into a deep sleep. Oh, and I don't understand it. And I want Good. you. To, I want you to tell me how to do that again, so I don't ever have to go back.
0: <laughs> that oh, to that oh! You just said the magic words. I don't understand it. <laughs> Those are the most important words you could possibly like say.
4: Everything. It's like I gave up.
0: That's right. Back. That's up. exactly what you need.
4: But I didn't know I was holding on. <laughs>
0: you know? Well, you'll know. How more do you now.
4: know? How do you How do you release? How do you...
0: Yeah. No. This it's is. This anything. is. I love this question. Yes. Let's sit together. Yeah. Mm. Um. <sighs> This is, this is a, first of all, thank you for sharing your, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing this very important story. And I'm sorry for your pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. So let's just be together. Now you can have your eyes open or closed, whatever is it is for you.
4: Yeah.
0: That's right. As I often say, sometimes it's incredibly hard. Sometimes it's overwhelmingly impossibly hard. But when you turn towards it, which you did, and you asked for help and surrendered, something happened. When you got out of the controlling seat of wanting to find out how to fix it, get rid of it and make it better Something opened up. You cannot make that happen. And if you think, "Oh, this is how I'm going to do it next time," you'll see next time might show you a different doorway. So you're going to have to be very present. Yeah. Okay. I understand this very well. And look, you're more attuned now. We're here. We're connected. You can feel that. It's beautiful. I used to talk. I, it's interesting. Use the word ice cube because I used to talk about that your, your conditioned self is like an ice cube and you learn that you just drop it into a glass of warm water, eventually it dissolves back into its original nature. The question is, how do you, how do you know you're an ice cube and how do you get it into the water? <laughs> yeah. That's what you're asking. And you know what, you don't know how, but you know what, consciousness knows how. The wisdom of your being knows and we eventually are forced To listen and to get out of the way of being the knower and the controller and the one who wants to be free of our suffering. Mm -hmm. Not an easy ride, but there's no choice. I tell people I was forced into this. This isn't I didn't choose my it's crazy. When I look back in my life, everything that happened, it was just like, (laughs) it's kind of nuts. It's un- it, like in, all I can say is my life is not conventional. It's not been conventional. I, I just, that wasn't my path. Yeah, go ahead.
4: Well, this morning I had a million things, a list, and I did, did nothing. Mm-hmm. I thought, I just want to sit and listen to the birds outside. And it was wonderful. And oh. I thought, I never do this. I never do that. I'm running around all the time, you know? And that opened just a, a space that I have sometimes is that I, I was truly in that space and I thought, Oh, I never rest like this. This feels like I, I there was a permission given that I don't give myself. It came there from somewhere go. else. It didn't come from my head. That's for sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So
0: relax and be grateful.
4: Oh, yes. Gratitude. Definitely. Yes.
0: This is, this is the, this is, this is the true way.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's sit together. Let's sit together. Yeah, just let it come. Mm. You know, this old saying people are like chickens running around with their heads cut off. Well, I say people are heads running around with their chickens cut off. (laughs) And you have to reclaim the chicken. That's the work I was doing with Brie. Come back to your relative if you it, yeah this is very important it's the tr- it's the true meaning of well my first realized teacher that i was very close to uh, uh jean klein used to call it body work that's what it is it's a kind of and he used to teach yoga that way and he loved that i was an alexander teacher he knew alexander in, in europe and it was like and this is This is just you're learning how the whole process works, not just the the side that's about consciousness and presence, but really, what's the point of that? If you can't just go and listen to the birds and not care whether anything's getting done. Is this
4: what embodiment means? Yes. I've never understood that word.
0: You can't understand it. It has to become, it has to be an authentic thing. I, I could teach forever, it doesn't help anybody. It's it, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly what I was showing, Bree was the process of how embodiment is supported by our practice. It doesn't make it happen, it doesn't push the river. It doesn't, you can't push the river on evolution, it's an evolutionary thing in the in the relative self. But because you've been working on yourself as long as you have, with all that all that you have learned you know sometimes we have these quantum shifts that happen and they're beautiful right yes. Yeah. yeah isn't it's, that lovely
4: it's it's like i forget who said this that in, enlightenment is an accident but meditation makes us accident oh
0: from. i actually i i was quoting <laughs> uh i was quoting um what's his name um John Kevin. No, Robert, Robert Aiken. He, is a, he was a Zen teacher that was taught out of uh, Maui and mm-hmm. out of out of Honolulu. And he had a he had a he had a little I went and had out. he was a friend. And, and he used to teach here in San Francisco. Also, he'd come to my to my monastery and teach and he was Rinzai different sect than I was in at the time. But I went to his monastery in Maui. And uh, which used to be a brothel actually which is pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he made me tea and we hung out and he's the, he was giving a talk once. And he said that he said that, and i loved it. He said, enlightenment is an accident, but Zazen meditation makes you may make you, he didn't say this, but I added in may, may make you accident. May not, but no, we have nothing to do with it. Yeah.
4: So, so that release was an accident in a way.
0: It no it was perfect but you had nothing to do with it your relative self did not make it happen yeah. I, people uh, people think that the, the false belief and with a lot of circles of training is people believe they're responsible for how they're doing yeah and yeah. that's that's a misunderstanding of the truth and how it works
3: yeah
0: yeah it doesn't mean there isn't a place for right effort that's right effort is really what i meant by productive suffering yes that productive okay. Yeah, productive. You got, suffering yes. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah I, like I like it that too. That resonated.
4: Really, I thought I'd be very productive this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm burdened with productivity too. It's just, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, the um, you weren't around, I don't think you're around for this, but I'll share it with you is that the theme of the retreat that was re- that I gave online recently was relax into cluelessness. like that. Yeah, that one that one goes in. People like that. Faith, it's lovely to see you and be with you. Really. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You are so welcome. Okay, let's all sit together now. For the remainder of our time. We're going to have a retreat in November four through six. The great thing about a retreat is that I'm also able to work with a lot more people. So if you're um, available, uh, the three day Four hours a day is uh, an amazing benefit to your to oneself. I look forward to them a great deal. I need them, and I'm sure you'll benefit too. So I hope you'll be able to come if you can. November 4th, 5th, and 6th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I really want to thank you for your attention today. Um, being present at times is no easy thing, and I'm glad we uh, talked about it today. Um, if you're having a hard time, please take extra good care of yourself and listen in. That was kind of the theme today. Interesting. I kind of feel it. It's sort of, it may be in the general energy of, uh, I don't know, who knows what. So um, we're all learning and discovering, and I love that we can share and come together like this. And it's beautiful. when we have those moments as faith was talking about of incredible connectedness and peace, but sometimes it's just really too much. And so you're, I, I very much appreciate your, your, um, patience and with yourself and with the process. And I look forward to seeing you soon. It's wonderful to be with you. And uh, I'll be back next week. In the meantime, take wonderful care of yourself and, and your, and your loved ones. And, um, Um, happy trails and lots of love. Thank you so much. Bye for now.